Every Sunday at Northwest Church of the Nazarene in Columbus, Ohio, our congregation is challenged to grow spiritually. This podcast shares the sermons, insights, and messages that encourage our congregation to mature spiritually. continue with our series on uh, With Jesus in the Wilderness, and this uh, series that we're going to look into wilderness and what it means to us is something that we are going through uh, through the season of Lent. Now, since you're eating, I can have a a 30 to 40 minute sermon because uh, you will not need lunch. I'm just kidding. Uh, I I just want to share a few words about... um, what God is doing and how He is leading our church. And many times we look at our past and we look at the wilderness that we went through, either as a church through the pandemic or, or even when we, when we miss some of our friends who moved away or, or, or we wonder, you know, what is God doing? And in the wilderness, sometimes hope comes. But it comes not because we, we, we just anticipate something out of nothing, but because we have a Holy Spirit that, that moves around us and about us. A Sunday school class was teaching the, 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 the Apostles' Creed, and they were practicing, and they started out, the teacher, by asking them to each kid having a different section. So the first kid started, I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. The other kid goes, and I believe in Jesus Christ, God's holy son. And then there was a a dead silence, and one of the kids said, hey teacher, the kid that believes in the Holy Spirit is not here. (laughs) Many times we we, we look at what God is doing, We, we think about, you know, the the, the sacrifice that Jesus did and, and how our focus is Jesus. But a movement of the Holy Spirit is what leads a church. And is what makes a church a place where God is blessed with. It's a place where God becomes the leader. He's the one that becomes the movement maker of the church. So today, as we look at our church, we look into a purpose. And when we look into the wilderness of our lives, the wilderness that we've gone through as churches, we also recognize that there's hope. So I'd like to share with you um, a scripture from out of 1 Peter as we consider God's word. 1 Peter, we're going to read verses 13 to 15. And this say the word of the Lord. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on a grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ revealed that is coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Be holy in all things. Father, we thank you for this word. We pray that you speak to us. And as we consider what you have in mind for us, we pray that you change our hearts, that we may be holy as you ask us to be holy. Amen. So we look into this passage and we recognize that wilderness brings hope. Wilderness brings hope. 
Because when we are in wilderness, we can despair through the trials. We can go through difficult times. We can just feel depressed or anxiety. Or we can say, God is with us. So there is hope. And when we rely on that hope, God comes and fulfills. Now, Jesus is our answer. Jesus is the one that has given us the ability to become brothers and sisters. Give us the ability to have eternal life. Give us the ability to be a child of God. It's through Jesus' death and resurrection that we have that ability. Now, when we look at what he has done, often we just think, well, all I have to do is accept him, and that's it. And that's not what Scripture is saying. What Scripture says throughout the whole Bible is that the relationship with Jesus is the beginning. Is the beginning. It's not the end. Heaven is the beginning. It's not the end. Wait a minute, Pastor. Don't we go to heaven when we die? Well, I pray you do. But that's not the end. That's the beginning of eternity with God. So when we have a relationship with God, we are beginning by establishing God's kingdom, heaven, on earth. And is what we have been entrusted to. So hope comes because our focus is on Jesus. And we are bringing the heaven that we long for right here on earth. And we experience that. We have glimpses of heaven where, while and when we are in church. As we, uh, as we care for one another. As we hear each other's hearts. As we, as we sing together. As we pray together. So hope comes because our focus is not on ourselves. But our focus is on God. And we begin this relationship and this journey with Him. But we also see on this passage that He's asking us something. He tells us, uh, verse 14, As obedient children do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. So He's asking us to be obedient. Now, to be obedient is not always and, and, and often the easiest thing for us to do. But when we are obedient, we're allowing to take away our desires. We're allowing to take away our carnal nature and what the things we want to do and let God speak. So while we are in church, often we, we want to have things done in our way. Oh, we know we want to have, you know, the songs we like. We want to have the, you know, the, the, the passages we, we, we feel comfortable with. Because there's a few passages that we're not really comfortable with. We, we like to, to, to experience things in church. We, we like to have these events that we can attend but not serve at. We, we, like, to, we like to have this, you know, ability to have the way things are that we like. But the scripture is not saying that you are a part of God's family just so you benefit from that. You are a part of God's family so the kingdom of God benefits from it. Again, it's not about us. It's about being obedient to the Spirit by serving, by leading, by, by being a part of what God is doing. 
We just heard amazing and tremendous reports of amazing people. And all year, I love working with them and with so many of you who, who are a part of what God is doing in this church. And you should take a little tap in the back for all that you've heard because you are a part of that by giving, by participating, by praying, by, by, uh, by loving and, and, and being a part of what we are doing as a church. So being obedient is allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, not what our desires are, but let the Holy Spirit. And then the other thing that we see is to be holy. Now, that is something that is very, very beautiful and very necessary. In some churches, all you need is to have, you know, holy water and, and you're holy. You're good. You know, we, we don't work like that. It reminds me of the story of the, of, of the traveler that came from Mexico with a, with a, uh, with a gallon jug and... They ask at the, at the border, uh, what's in it? Oh, it's holy water from the church. And they were a little bit suspicious. They opened and smelled and said, no, it's tequila. He goes, oh, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> you know, sometimes we think being holy is just like acting like this. You know, just, just. but being holy is just having an intimate relationship with Christ is having an intimate relationship with his family, is having an intimate relationship with his kingdom. So when we love one another, we're being holy. When we accept one another, we're being holy. When we embrace one another, we're being holy. When we cry with one another, we're being holy. When we laugh with one another and celebrate with one another, we are being holy. Being holy is not a, an action or a behavior. Being holy is a relationship. So when God is asking us to be holy as His Son, Jesus Christ, is holy, He's just asking, I want you to know Him in such a way that people cannot distinguish which one is who. That is what holiness is. So this passage is telling us that hope comes out of wilderness when we are holy. When we are obedient. And I see great things happening in this congregation. I see great things happening in this church. God has a beautiful plan for us. But this plan requires us as a church to be holy. Requires us as a church to be a part of it. To serve. Requires us as a church to focus on God first. So let us do so. Let us come together and be holy, for He is holy. I'd like to ask uh, Shannon to come and conclude us uh, with a song. I don't know where you are on your journey with God. I don't know where you are on your journey with, with the church. You may be thinking, well, I really would like to be more a part of the church. I just don't know what to do. Well, you can start by saying, hey, what is needs to be done? There's so many areas that we could use people. There's so many places in our own church where we could use people who can just be a part of and can help us. The harvest 
is plentiful. But workers are few. And we need more workers. But as we work together, we will recognize that the relationship with Jesus is creating the kingdom of God right here. For he is holy. As it is known in our community, Northwest Church is committed to discovering and engaging in a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ, with inspired worship and intentional ministry. People from all walks of life are welcomed and received as family members. Our family is diverse, multicultural, and although not perfect, in love with Jesus. Join us online at nwnaz.org or by visiting us in Columbus, Ohio. May God bless you 